Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How good is God to me? And uh, part of the mission and the reason that I have a radio show is to is to become a sharer, more and more of a sharer. You know, um, I used to hear my mother say it to me all the time, but God blesses you to become a blessing. And I think the more you understand that about yourself, I think the more blessings will flow your way. I think that once you understand the principle that, uh, you know, it, it, but it's kind of tied together with some other scriptures, and I'm not too knowledgeable about them, of course, as usual. But I do know what I've heard, you know. And, you know, if you look at something simple as do unto others as you would have them do unto you, uh, wouldn't you want somebody to help you if you needed help? I just know how to get it down there to where I've been able to understand it. If, if, if there's a scripture similar that says do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Or if that's, you know, in a prayer, would not you want somebody to help you if you needed help? You've heard you reap what you sow. Do you understand that if you sow discord, that discord is going to come your way? That if you hate, hate going to come your way. If you blog nothing but negative comments about people, your life will be filled with negativity. If all you do is talk about people, then guess what? Somebody got to turn that gun around and talk about you. See, it, it just stands to reason. So what I've learned in my life and through all the, the trials and tribulations that I've had is to take those lessons and share them with people in case you ain't heard it from somebody else. See, sometimes, and the reason it seems like I'm redundant at times, is which I am, is because I'm always trying to find a different way to say the same thing. Because it's a funny thing, man. You got to hear it a certain way for it to click with you. How many times have I heard a saying and then I heard it a different way that it clicked with me? You know, I've heard uh, this saying right here. Remember this now. Everybody's not happy for you. We've all heard that, right? Everybody's not happy for you. Well, that's very simple. I don't need no explanation. That simply means of all the people you know or do not know, when something happens to you and you're celebrating it, everybody not going to join in on the celebration. That's all that is. But then you take it one step further. My father used to say something to me all the time. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. I didn't get that when I was 15. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. He said, you're going to lose some of these friends you got along the way. But I don't care where you get in life. Know this right here. Everybody can't go with you. If you are constantly trying to improve yourself, you constantly have to take assessment of the people around you. Because if you are going to continue to go and continue to grow, then guess what? You got to have people that's on the go and willing to grow. 
or else guess what? You're going to learn a valuable lesson. You know, the late uh, boxing promoter, Butch Lewis. I was talking with Butch Lewis one time. And uh, man, what a good brother, man. He said, every successful man is doing what I call, he got rope work to do. He got rope work to do. He got to put in work on rope. And I'm sitting there listening to Butch Lewis and all the money he had made and all the people's lives he had changed and all of the moves he was making and his and the incredible skills as a negotiator on behalf of some very, very wealthy people. He was just an, an amazing man with no education, but he read everything. He Butch Lewis read all the, all the papers, all the periodicals. That brother knew everything. He said, uh, you got to put in rope. And I was sitting there listening. He said, here's the analogy, little brother. He said, you are on rope. There's a thick rope you have on no shirt. You have on some tattered clothes. You have on no shoes. Your shorts is cut off just below the knee and they tatted. You got dirt on you and you're sweating. There's this huge, huge raw rope over your shoulder. There's burn marks on all of your shoulder. Connected to that rope is a wagon. That wagon has all your weight on it all your responsibilities, all the people you're responsible for, all your children, your wife, your family members, your employees, your your coworkers, your friends, they all on that wagon, man. They just sitting there. He's saying what you got to do is you got to pull that wagon up the hill. Now, only thing with it is can't nobody help you pull your wagon. You pull your wagon alone. He said, now, what you can do along the way of pulling your wagon is you can find yourself a good wife, a good woman. He said, now, what that woman does is she get down off the wagon. She fan you while you pull it. She put water on you while you pull it. She put stuff in your mouth while you pull it. She kick rocks out the way while you pull it. But she... But she pulling for you. But she is equally as important as you are on the pull of the rope. He said, you hear me clearly now, young soldier. He said, nah, get this here. He said, it's people on your wagon that you're responsible for. But you want the people on your wagon to help you get your wagon to the top. So what you hope is that they got their foot hanging over the side, pushing. They got one leg over the back or maybe both legs over the back. Pushing. They got they might have their butt on the wagon, but they push you with both legs. They back facing your back. Maybe some of them facing you, but one of them got left leg hanging over trying to push. And you hope that all them people on the wagon you pulling is back there at least trying to help the wagon get to the top of the hill. Here go your problem though. Everybody ain't pushing. Everybody ain't pushing. Ain't everybody ain't pulling. Everybody ain't kicking rocks out the way. You got some people on your wagon that's just laying on the wagon, drinking lemonade, looking at you, talking about how long it's taking you to get your wagon up to the top, looking at you, talking about why this wagon's so slow. Then when you start picking up, picking up speed, they want you to pull harder, you to pull faster, you to pull more. Then they want you to throw what you done earned on the way up the hill back to on the wagon so they can have more. But guess what? They ain't helping you get more. But they got a sense of entitlement that since you got more, they should have more. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. Sometimes you got to kick the people off the wagon that ain't pushing and pulling and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I thought I could do 
do this with you, and I thought you was going with me, but it's clear to me you ain't nothing but dead weight, and it ain't my responsibility to carry dead weight anymore. I have carried you as long as I have to carry you. You are no longer my responsibility. I am responsible for my family, my wife, my children. I'm not responsible for you. You got to get off my wagon because I'm a man on rope. I'm on a mission, baby. I'm pulling. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. The Steve Harvey Morning Show has arrived. Grateful. Man, so grateful. Glad I made it. Can I say thank you, Lord, in case anybody missed it? On behalf of all of us, thank you, Lord. Show appreciate it. Because the arrival was sweet. As a matter of fact, I appreciate you bringing me home yesterday. In case I didn't say that. Ladies and gentlemen, we are we. We are here Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Martha the South Jr., the legend of nephew Tommy. Junior, what's on your mind today? Oh, I got to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. And I'm serious, man. It's consistency. Uh-huh. The frustration of consistency. Getting up, doing the same thing over and over, hoping for a result and not getting it. And you feel like, God, what am I doing? I, I just, I'm been consistent. How long? Is this frustration going to last? How long do I have to keep doing what I'm doing before I get the result? Is it a time frame? You just have to be consistent. Yeah, first of all, why don't you remove the frustration? See, the frustration is brought on by your own expectations of something that you have no idea of the results. What I'm meaning is you are frustrated because you are operating in your own timing. See, you want what you want when you want it without asking God what it is he want when he want to give it to you. Mm. So now you frustrated because you're doing the same thing over and over and you're not getting the results you want when the results could clearly be occurring. But instead of looking at what's actually happening and what's going on, you keep looking at the finish line, talking about we ain't there yelling, yelling. You like a little kid in the back seat on a long trip. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Now, you're frustrating the parents, and so, but you in the backseat, so since you ain't got no parents on this journey, you're frustrating yourself. Are we there yet? Boy, just sit back and ride. Are we there yet? 
Boy, look out the window. Occupy yourself. But mama, are we there yet? Huh. So the same thing a child does to a parent, you turn around and do it to yourself. Are we there yet? You know what God is saying? Boy, turn around and enjoy the ride. Look out the window. See, you keep looking at the destination and you keep missing the view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may not be there yet, but look at the movement you make it. Look at the time you put in. You're not enjoying the ride. You keep complaining about the journey instead of enjoying the journey. And so what you doing the same thing every day? That's, that's, it's called discipline. Discipline is doing what you have to do when you don't want to. Uh-oh. So now, are we there yet? You can lose the frustration if you stop asking yourself, are we there yet? Clearly, you are not there yet. So stop acting like a baby asking yourself, are we there yet? No, we not there yet. But look out the window and enjoy the ride. You may not be where you want to be, but ain't you glad you ain't where you was? Boy, preach. Oh, Lord. preach. Let's move on. Show All right. Minutes. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now to run that prank back with the nephew. What you got, Nev? Well, Shirley, you know, it goes down in a church parking lot. Church parking lot. Here it is. Come on, cat. Hello, this is Brendan. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Brendan. Hey, uh, I'm trying to reach you. How you, you doing? How you doing? Uh, Brendan, I want to make sure I got the right person. You the person that, uh, you work at the, at the uh, first of all, I go to, uh, St. What's your name again? Uh, my name, my name, Calvin. Uh, brother How Calvin. But I go to, uh, St. <laughs> Missionary Baptist Church where you. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, everything all right? You need. Everything's fine. Well, I got a little issue and I'm trying to, uh, get to the bottom of it. Now, you work in the. Uh, before service start, you you work in the parking lot on uh, and show, yeah, the, showing, I, I do attending, yeah, yeah, and you tell but people you wanna, where, where to park and stuff, right? Right, right. Would you looking for some uh, employment? You wanna you wanna join us? Nah, nah, nah. I, what to see the issue I got, man? I've been dealing with this probably about the last two months now. That, What's wrong, brother? Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. So the problem is when I come to the church last couple months, man. Uh, uh, I've been, I've been come like my, 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 my regular car didn't broke down on me. So I had a, I got an old van that I've Sorry been. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, I got an old van that I've been using to get around in. So right. now for the last two months I've been riding in it. When I come into the church, you know, you, and I find out who you were, but you keep sending me to the back of the parking lot. And then, but you know, I noticed. No. No, nah, bro. Not nah, on the real. So you sending me to the back, and I'm noticing when I see cars that's like 2010, 2015 cars. Well, well, brother, well, well, well listen, we I, we don't have no uh, set place where we put model cars. You know, I just I just direct the traffic, brother. Okay, so so you trying to tell me for the last two months you just direct traffic, but you yeah. di- but you directed me to the back every time. But a car behind me or a car in front of me, it'll be going to the front. <laughs> nah. You, I, I, where are you getting this information from? I, mean, we'll I, I, didn't, I didn't see you, man, uh, send people to the front to park. I didn't see you do it. Nah. No, nah, I just I just put, you know, the bigger uh, vehicles in the in the back. And um, uh, certain, you know, we 
it's really no schedule. If you, if you come in, I just I just direct you to the right or the left. I, it's really nothing to it, really. So you're not so, trying to say so? So my my band being raggedy ain't the reason why I'm being no, bro, no, bro, no, no, no. I would no. We that's not what we're about. Nah. Okay. I, I, well, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, I mean, so I guess this Sunday. Uh, let me we, let me. I'm gonna tell you about this Sunday. That my, I can what, make sure. No, no. Let me tell you right now. When my van pull up there Sunday, I'm gonna tell you brother, right now. If I get sent to the back, I'm gonna tell you right now. It's gonna be. Calm a, down, it's gonna brother, be a, nah, it's brother. gonna be a problem if i get whoa, sent to the whoa, back you know you don't have to cuss brother just just calm down it's, it's not it's not that serious no it is that serious because see what's no, no, already no, know no, i know no, i got no. a ragged ass man i know that i know that but i but see that's the reason why i'm getting sent to the back and i know it because the car i had before y'all was sending brother. me up front so i already know i'm okay. just saying i'm telling you right now brendan i'm telling you right now it's gonna be a problem if i get sent whoa. to the back brother you just singled me out and, and no, no, did you... no! I didn't single you out. I, you, you are the person that has been sending me to the back, dude. No, I, no, I haven't. You, you, hey, man, you, why you keep? Why, why are you sitting here? Why, why are you? Why, why are you accusing me of, I, of something? I, I ain't got because I didn't see it. No, you are. You, you're calling me. You're calling me out of the blue, and, and you're accusing me of something I'm, 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 I'm not doing. No, no, I, I you didn't sent my ragged ass band to the back. You didn't but, done it. You didn't done it two months straight. Brendan, you have no, done no, it. I haven't. Yes, no, you, no, I have not. Yes, you have. You sent all the Please, pretty stop. cars up front. That's what you're doing. So, but I tell you what, come Sunday, going to be a problem. Oh, if oh I so now you're threatening me? Uh, you, you threat I mean, now, now listen, we, 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 we can meet up in it. We can meet up in it before any cars get there. How about that? I don't care how you want to do it, Brendan. No, I, no, but, you it, actually do know how you want to do it, so bring it then. Okay, I'm letting you know. My car, my van going to be no, up no, no, front no. come your van. your van. It's me and you. How about that? You want to talk tough Tony stuff? Oh, you, oh, oh, okay. So you, you, you are you sweating all up now? You all right? So, no, so no, cool. It sound like you already did. So I guess I'm matching you. Okay, well, no now, problem. I'm not gonna call. Listen, brother, brother, listen. You're not gonna call my phone and threaten me and tell me what you, what you think I did when I, I didn't do it. I told that? you, man. You've been no, sending me no, to no, the no, damn no, 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 no. back, no, man. What you, we passed what you thought. Okay. That's what it is. No, it's what That's I what know. It it's what I know, Brendan. It's what I know, okay? Well, listen, you didn't, you didn't we, send me. Where you at right now? Okay. Where you know, you know, right you know we ain't got to work. You know what? I tell you what. You come, right now. come Sunday, that's your ass then, Brendan. No, 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 no. How about what you doing right now? What you mean what I'm doing right now? I'm at work right now. Oh, oh, oh. So you you at work calling me about some bullshit parking spot? Oh, okay. Oh, look at the cussing Christian now. Look no, at you. No, no, Look at the cussing. No, you, no, no, no. Matter of fact, you, okay? If you want to do something, let's do it now. Parking lot, I don't, I don't care where we at. Okay, not, okay. Not so, gonna, that's one thing you're not going to do is disrespect me. I'm telling you that right now, Brother Calvin. You bring your ass down here, I'm going to fold you like a wet piece of paper. You don't know who you f***ing with, okay? I done been locked up six, seven years. I'm just in the church trying to get my life together. And you think you're just going to talk to me? You got another thing coming, brother. I'm going to tell you that right now. So if you want to get it on, meet me in the parking lot right now. I give you an hour to get there, you piece of Tonight, now you're trying to scare me with your background. No, back, no, with I ain't trying to tell you what you, it is. Oh, no, you're trying to scare me with your background or something. Like, evidently, you just, I ain't know you had been in jail. With the wrong one. I'm just going to say this. Uh, do you know Lester that, that also yeah, worked? I know Lester. He also had a cars parking? Would you try to buy, buy yourself out of this? This is what I'm about to lay on you? No, no. Because now you're talking about, Le I know a Lester. Okay, okay, Lester is the person to tell me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey the Morning Brendan. Your boy Lester in the parking lot got me the Frank phone Le call. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I brought the lockdown out of you, man. Did I bring the lockdown out of you? <laughs> 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 Strangle Lester. Y'all got me out here talking reckless. I should hope pass it over here this way. Well, hang in there, bro, uh, and, and do this for me, man. Tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey radio show, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if you see somebody Sunday, pull up in a van, show them some love, baby. Show them some love. I might have to call out this week, man. I, 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 my heart can't take it. <laughs> I know where you're going. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, online gamblers place bets on who Kim K will date next. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's big I'm gonna business. put a thousand on me. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Blackish creator Kenya Burris is booked and busy. We'll talk about that. Also, Cardi B said she washes her hair in onion water. And we'll find out what that's oh. all about. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO. I'm crying already. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know. Her hair is beautiful, though. It is. All right. Um, CLO, here we go. Linda in Queens writes, I'm 57 years old and I'm dating a man that is separated from his wife. He said when he met me, he didn't need another woman because we're soulmates. Now I find out he's got two other soulmates. How can a man his age still be getting around to all these other women? When is enough enough for men? Mm. Well, when is enough for y'all? What? When Excuse is enough me? for y'all? You, you 57. You done bit into this man's story. Mm-hmm. But now you know he got two other women. So why are you number three? Yeah. See, it can't be a triangle unless you the third person. Mm. So, you know, a, a, a lot of times, ladies, you know, what, why are you worried about why he, how he? Because he's so old. He doing it. Because he's stupid. <laughs> That's how he doing it. He doing it because that's what he been doing. That's how he getting away. That's why he's separated. Mm-hmm. You know, every, every I think everything is cause and effect, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So he ain't separated because, you know, they at the house happy ever after. Right. right. He mm-hmm. at the house because the wife found out about you and the other two. <laughs> now, you found out about yourself and the other two. But now y'all writing in about him instead of moving on. So, I like it. When is enough for you, I mean, Linda you know, Queens? Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody wants the answer to what's wrong with him. Why he, how he still. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. Wh- how you still. Mm. I like it. Control mm-hmm. the part of it that you can control, which is you. Great answer. All right. Moving on to Natalie in Tuscaloosa. Natalie says, my man is telling me no but my body is saying yes. <laughs> I want to get liposuction on my stomach and thighs, but I don't want to lose my man. He likes the squishy parts, and he doesn't want me to change my body. I want to marry this man one day. So do I respect his wishes or go through with my procedure? Hmm, interesting. Mm. Well, this ain't really a CLO question. This is a medical question. I don't <laughs> really know how to answer this. She needs help, Steve. 
I don't know how much squishy we talking about. I don't know how long <laughs> if you, you try to get rid of the you squishy. Use that word. And it's I don't a lack, it's a lack really of know what the squish is causing. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you didn't give your age, or uh, none of that. Uh, you know, uh, it's your body. Uh-huh. Uh, you can do what you want to do. Squishy, you know. She says she wants to marry him one day. Well, so she, hell, she I won't like both, but you know, I'm scared. We all and do. So you know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. we all. Well, we go around the room. All this Man. damn getting up, going to the gym, and yes, still yeah. got a stomach. Yeah. You know, yes. and you know, consistency. You know, oh, but then okay, I well, just look down and figured out it's, it's a trade-off because I've actually renamed my stomach. And huh? it's not it's not it's not called gut anymore and it's yeah. not a pot belly anymore. That oh, entire really? area around there I have recalled it and renamed it. It is now called income. That's the <laughs> income area. Yes, that's, that's what we keep trying to tell yeah, you. That's what You're I call good. it. I call it the income area. <laughs> you don't care for that, then please Real move estate. on. Yeah, and get you somebody yeah. that's trim and fit and pole. So, anyway. but, okay, but Steve, let mm-hmm. me ask you this. Yeah. What is it, do you think, <laughs> as a man, is he upset about her getting, why is he upset about her getting lipo on her body? Well, a couple of things. It could From be. From a male perspective, It yeah. could be he's insecure, that he don't want her to get out there, and all of a sudden that makes him look even more out of shape. That could be that insecurity. <laughs> and then it could be, real honestly, it's just some men that like, he likes him the way she is. It mm. could be true. And if, when you get rid of it, it don't mean he'll lose you. You know, from what I understand, you ain't gonna be able, he ain't gonna be able to touch you for a while, I know how. You know. Mm-hmm. At all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna be laying Ow, up there that like hurts. A, uh, yeah, a bag of tenderizer for a while. <laughs> So, okay. All right. We're moving on. Thank you. Uh, to Cheyenne in West Virginia. Cheyenne says, I'm a single mom of seven-year-old twin boys. My father was watching them for me at my house while I went on a dinner date. They said my father had a woman in my bedroom and he locked the door. <laughs> my dad denied it and punished my boys. They have no reason to lie. So should I confront my dad about it? Mm. You can, but that ain't going to stop them from being locked in that room that day. They were still <laughs> right. locked in that room. Mm-hmm. He, he wrong for this. Yeah. <laughs> he wrong for this. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I don't understand what the punishment was for. Right. Yeah. Right. If they seven, if they was wrong about it, then just tell them, no, nah, it wasn't in there. But the punishment was to make sure that well, here's the deal. The man had the woman in the house. Guilty, yeah. yeah, yeah. He punished them because he wanted to make it look like they was lying. Right, but they told mm-hmm. the truth. That's mm-hmm. the punishment. So now what you going to say to your daddy? And you think your daddy shouldn't tell you the truth? <laughs> Little girl, huh? He done already punished the boys. Stitches mm-hmm. get stitches. You finna get a solid <laughs> hell no. Wow. <laughs> I know. Mommy, Daddy had a woman in your room and they locked the door. Your ass in that room and shut up. <laughs> Papa, 
Send daddy's ass home. Send him home. Yeah. Yeah. No more, no more babysitting. All right. Moving on. Last one, Steve. Gina. Gina in Milwaukee says, I just found out that my stepbrother and my biological sister had sex when she was 24. They've always been best friends, but this is weird. She and my stepmother want to be, she and my stepbrother want to be together now. I'm cool with it, but his dad and our mother aren't cool with it. Should I stop them from pursuing happiness? Should this stop them from pursuing happiness? Well, it's too late. They've already pursued it. That's why they want to stay together because they've been together. They're not related. It's weird, but it's just weird they're, to them. they're not related. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I know everybody wanted it to be one big happy family. I got that. But they Blended. wanted it to be a happier family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they was thinking way happier than y'all. <laughs> but they was at a, <laughs> they was at a whole nother level of happy, y'all. Yes. <laughs> Y'all want a blended family. We're going to go and mix it up real good. (laughs) All right, CLO. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So rumor has it that Kim Kardashian has been trending on sports gambling sites as users place bets on who she will date next. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay. 
Uh, you may have your own list, but one list that has been circulating online consists of 20 possible candidates ranked from most likely to least likely. The top four men are, I think you could have guessed this one, CNN commentator Van Jones, mm. uh, Ray J, who is one of Kim's ex, uh, father of eight, Nick Cannon. Didn't they date before, mm. too? Uh, Jamie Foxx, Jamie mm. Foxx, mm. and her ex-husband Kanye West also made the list um, along with ex-boyfriend Reggie Bush Kyrie Irving, Dak Prescott Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk Michael B. Jordan and Eminem. Ken has yet to make a comment regarding these online betting shenanigans sure, I'm going to put a thousand on me I know that's what I'm going to do <laughs> you're going to lose that just added I would just waste my money it's a long shot but if you imagine yeah. if I hit though yeah, if you hit, Lord have mercy. Oh, literally. Well, that can work. I knew the Pete Davidson thing wasn't gonna work. That didn't, didn't why, make why no that? damn sense. He it just too young. She needed it for yeah. the time. Yeah, to too move young. On. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big age yeah. difference. Big age difference. You know, yeah. I think the better bet would be how long will she be without a partner. Mm-hmm. That's the bigger mm-hmm. bet. That's a better bet. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go with this. Is what I'm gonna go with. Okay. I'm going to go from today. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking she'll stay off the dating scene for August 17th. 45 to 60 days. Yep. Yep. Okay. And that's a short amount of time. Yeah. Just, yeah. But in the social media world, that's forever. 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 (laughs) And I think that's that's the world she actually lives in. Yeah, that's her world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say 90. She's got millions of followers. Mm-hmm. Three months. Three months. Yeah. All right, so <clears throat> moving on to movie news, Blackish creator Kenya Barris is set to do a fresh take on The Wizard of Oz by reimagining the 1939 Oscar winning musical. Which Tommy, who are you going to be in that? Which one of the characters you going to be in that, Tommy? The Tin Man. Hell no. <laughs> you thought I was going to be one of them munchkins, and I'm not finna even go down this, this road with you. I'm going to be a tin man. Because I, I, well, I, I had all who, my money on munchkins. Well, I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I don't know how to hear who you think finna play <laughs> the lion <laughs> and and all of them. Cause when, when they put that cocaine you on know, top of your ass? Yeah. When they run through the corn, where you going to be? I'm going to be the tin man. <laughs> well, now, it's hard when they running through the corner. Everybody talking about, where the tin man at? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kenya Barris also teamed up with Snoop Dogg for the Underdogs comedy for MGM. And uh, Kenya Barris is in development, Steve. This is, should be of some interest to you. He's in development on a Richard Pryor uh, biopic, which he will write, direct, and produce. Yeah. I could have played it when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, because you look so much like him. Yeah, yeah. you did, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, <clears throat> younger. You don't mm-hmm. play him older, though. Can't you play Yeah. Him? No, I ain't, ain't, ain't going to be able to pull it off size-wise. It ain't going to add up. I don't know if I'm going to be able to lose that much. <laughs> you look good, Steve. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Richard Pryor ain't ever been 240, so... But, but to get down uh, to Richard, you know, I'm, Wayne, uh, I'm hoping do, uh, I'm hoping to see 220 soon. That's, that's why I'm on do, this uh, damn bike. Richard Pryor, wait right now. What you huh? have to do today? What you have to do today to get on Richard Pryor, wait? 
What you have? Probably a combination of COVID and monkey pop. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving Only on. Only way. And, Deeply and a, sick. And, and a little shot of hepatitis. <laughs> Just a little shot. And, uh, That'll get you, you down about so what? One, one, yeah. one night? <laughs> or I could, without anything being wrong with me, uh-huh. maybe, and this is nothing against nobody, so don't take it that way. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about what I would have to do to get out the Richard Pryor weight. I'd mm-hmm. probably have to get on a little radiation. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. He got to do but I mean, But I mean, for no far. reason, though. Just yeah. in there, just taking it. You know. <laughs> we mentioned Snoop Dogg. Well, Snoop and all Dogg- that while I'm jogging. <laughs> Snoop Dogg um, has a new breakfast cereal. It's called Snoop Loops. Uh, It's coming (laughs) soon to a grocery store near you. Cute, right? Uh, They're gluten-free twist on the classic cereal Fruit Loops, but uh, he promises more flavor and added marshmallows. Um, A portion of the cereal sales will go to charitable organizations. So congratulations yet again to Snoop. Mm -hmm. Snoop. Yeah. Also, uh, Cardi B has revealed that she washes her hair with boiled onion water. And she posted a picture of her natural hair on Instagram. It's beautiful. Uh, She stated that she started using boiled onion water six years ago to help keep her hair healthy. And uh, Cardi B added that... It's an odorless rinse, and it makes her hair shiny. Experts agree that the onions contain compounds that help to enhance dry, damaged hair, encourage hair growth, and reverse graying. So there you go, guys. Black women don't try this at home. No, at all. (laughs) Onion water. I'm just telling y'all, Cardi B been doing this for a while. It's a step that she not telling y'all about. (laughs) And then, and then, and then... A lot of people don't listen. She mm. fine though. Ooh, okay. she fine. I was rubbing oh. onions in my hair like Cardi. Cardi didn't say that. <laughs> now you just walk around Coming crying, up. looking we like We gotta move on. <laughs> Coming up in 20 minutes after, have you heard of the billion dollar lawyer in Atlanta? Well, he's got a new client. We'll tell you who it is right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here's a question, guys. What do Donald Trump, Cardi, Cardi B, the Migos, Waka Faka Flame, and Gucci Mane have in common. What do they all have in common? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm not up for these tests. What? Go ahead. Tell, what is? It? I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Jail time. What, huh? what is it? Well, I can't spell Waka Flame. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Look, they've all hired the same attorney. Okay. Donald Trump has hired Drew Feinling. Drew Feinling is known online as the billion dollar lawyer. Okay. He represents high profile rappers. Trump has retained Feinling to represent him in the 2020 election interference criminal inquiry in Atlanta. Fulton County, Georgia prosecutors have subpoenaed Senator Lindsey Graham, by the way, and former Trump lawyers John Eastman and Rudy Giuliani, among others. Feinling's law firm issued this statement. They said, uh, I may differ politically from many of my clients, but that doesn't change my commitment to defend against wrongful 
investigations. In this case, the focus on Donald Trump in Fulton County. Georgia is clearly an erroneous and politically driven persecution. Uh, and along with my office and co-counsel, I am fully committed to defend against this injustice. What he meant to say was, yeah. I, in my law practice, have found it unflabbable <laughs> to turn down any form of income that meets my retainer fee requirements <laughs> and time ability, copability of payments. <laughs> That's what and, and put this on the uh, and I know damn well he wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna right. spend extra time on it so uh-huh. we can all find out that he is wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag the billion dollar lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lawyers can give each other a bad name. Mm. And that's what it is. They give each other a bad name. It's not that they have a bad reputation. They have a bad reputation because of themselves. Because there are lawyers who would do anything for money. I just find it difficult to defend somebody that you know is guilty. But Mm. your job is to find the loopholes that will make him not guilty. This justice system we have is corrupt just on the basis that it's built on. Because mm-hmm. they say it's supposed to be everybody's innocent until proven guilty. That's not how it goes. Everybody is innocent move. if they have the money to say they are. Mm. That's the difference. You can say anything if you got enough money. But if you get a public defender, you finna end up a plea partner. All right. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, I think we might need Sister Odell's divine wisdom because a lot of preachers are really turned up lately, don't you think? We'll get back Mm. into that right after this. Hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, yet another pastor has gone viral for the wrong reason. This time it's in a Kansas City church and the unidentified pastor is seen in a viral video blasting his members for not honoring him because they won't spend their hard-earned money on gifts for him. The pastor's sermon was on the topic of taking care of God's shepherd. Take a listen. Mother, ooh, I'm saying this and I promise you can it's not with respect it won't. I'm saying it because I want you to understand just what God is saying. I even found out that Movado, you can buy a Movado watch in Sam's. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And y'all know I asked for one last year. Here it is the whole way in August. I still ain't got it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let me kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. Man, hmm. Please get this man this watch. What is man. this? I mean, we'll it, send it. It's Sister Odell here. I wear them all the time. Well, yes, there she is. Well, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister, Sister Odell. Odell. You know, let's Odell. just get to it. Hey, hey, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. How you Shirley, doing? how is you, baby? I'm. Um, I'm well, thank you, good, Sister Odell. Hey, mouth for the South. <laughs> She's waving. She's, waving. Mm-hmm. She's going through it. She hot flashes. She, her wave is more like a fan. <laughs> Junior. Morning, Sister Odell. Uh-huh. Hey, Tommy boy. Uh, yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good, good. You know, this is. I just heard that man. Yes, ma'am. I ain't even going to call him a man of God. Mm. Up in there begging and everything, wanting a new watch from Sam's. If you're going to go in Sam's, bring me something I can use. I like Like that large ranch dressing they sell. (laughs) (laughs) 
in Valley. That's you can use. They got a wrench in there so big, ain't no, you can't run out of wrench. I had wrench on everything. Doritos, pizza, chicken. Y'all ain't had french fries, ranch. You know, you ain't, I know you ain't tried this yet. Oh, uh, my niece turned me on to it. Ranch pork chops. <laughs> Girl, I ate that, I almost cried. So if you're gonna go to Sam's, get you something like that. Asking for that little, that little watch, a Mavadi watch. Who, who want that? He does. For a year. He's been How long is that? I think I was going in there the other day. Yes, Cause I had to get some sugar for yeah. the church bake sale. Yes, oh, yes. And I had one of them little white boys get one of them uh sleds, you know, the oh, thing the you put your, the, the not cart. the cart, the, cart. the little flat one. Yeah. Oh, the flat bed. Like thing, a sled. Yeah. I had a white boy get it for me because we had to, I had to buy 25 pounds of sugar for the bake sale. <laughs> had him dang it, bring it out to the car. And I was in there, and I passed by the watch section. Yes, ma'am. And I, I seen the watches he talking about. They most of them be black a lot of times. Uh-huh. Got that little one dot on it. Yes, ma'am. That's the one. That's They it. ain't that high, is they? What they cost? At Sam's, they got to be pretty cheap. Is they in the hundreds? Yeah, 500. Uh, 500? For a watch? <laughs> I'm guessing, I'm guessing. Well, what, 500 for a watch? What is a watch doing? <laughs> telling time. It's telling time. It's $500, do it wake him up and then came down there too? <laughs> 500 for a watch. Girl, this man must be crazy. And all them ignorant saints in there backing him up, talking about that right. That's right. Sit your stupid ass down. <laughs> this girl supposed to be in here talking about the Lord and you up in here preaching cause they ain't bought you no watch. Maybe well, you, you ain't pre you maybe you ain't watch word. Uh oh. I thought he said uh -oh. the Lord uh -oh. the lo Yeah. The Lord told him to do that. When did the Lord tell you to beg people for a watch? Where that's at in the Bible. <laughs> Jonah begged to get out the belly of the whale. Three Daniel begged to get out the lion's den. Uh, yeah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abigo got up out the furnace. Yeah, you ain't heard nobody <laughs> in the Bible ask oh, for a timepiece. Oh, oh. oh, <laughs> that don't make no sense to me. It don't make no yes, sense to me. These churches is going crazy. <laughs> well, thank and you, I want y'all to invite me back so I can talk to Geno Jennings. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sister Odell. Coming up next, the nephew and the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is my wet and wild older man. It is not what they you think. They got all that's uh, mm, never mind. It's not bad. what you think. My bad. Are you insane, <laughs> we'll get into it in just a bit, though, because right now it is time for the nephew I mean, to uh, and today's prank of the day. Okay, but sh Carla, when you hear wet and wild, what you think of? Lipstick. <laughs> Throwback. Oh. <laughs> it was 99 cents. Okay. All right. I'm the only one thinking something else when I hear wet and wild. That's it. Uh -huh. No, you're not, you're not the only one. Okay, thank Be you. Be quiet, Junior. <laughs> Just Girl, the only one. I, I know I wasn't the only one. Me and Junior got some nice little get ups we finna get to, boy. Y'all, dude, that's wet and wild right there. What? You sent me that. We got I'm this so little. Proud. 
This little oh, short set, we finna jam, boy, what? That's sexy. <laughs> All right, Chop Chop, let's get to it. This right here, ooh, this is a, this one that hits home. Everybody got, everybody, everybody's had someone with this issue, but you never tell them that they have this issue. Really? Gingivitis is the prank, ladies ooh. and gentlemen. Gingivitis. in their mouth. All up in their gum, that lower gum. <laughs> yes. A lot of people don't know they got to get clean below the gums. Okay, below. Yes. Get that. All right, let's go, cat dog. Gingivitis. Hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach uh, Kelvin, Kelvin Davis. Yeah, this is Kelvin. Who am I speaking with? How you doing, Kelvin? Um, let me make sure I got the right Kelvin. Kelvin, you you um at the job, you um you work on the fourth floor, right? Yeah, I work on the fourth floor. Are you in the cubicle next to Randy? Yeah, matter of fact, I am. Uh, but but who, who am I who am I speaking with? Well, I'm not at liberty to give my name right now, but I'm bringing some news from the job that I think you might want to. Uh, you know, this is some news I think that you would probably want to know. And uh, I'm just let's just say I'm an, I'm an employee from another floor, and I got I got wind of what was going on on the fourth floor, and I wanted oh, to man. you know. I wanted to I wanted to bring it to your attention because I think yeah, on your floor nobody's bringing this to your attention. You know? Okay, so, so listen, let me get this straight. You can't tell me your name, but you work on a floor below me. Do you know me? Uh, I've seen you before. I've seen you before. Okay, no, 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 no. See, this, this is just, this, this, do you know me? I mean, I don't know you. No, so no. Let me let me. Okay, let me, so how did how did you get to so-called being the spokesperson for people who work with me. Hey, man, I, like I say, I just wanted to give you the news because the whole fourth floor is gossiping about you and nobody's telling you what's going on. Okay, so obviously the gossiping about me has gotten to you on the third floor and now you are coming to be my deliverer, so to speak? I'm I'm just a guy I'm just a guy bringing you some news, man. I'm just here to let me let me ask you this, bro. Are you are you flossing at night? Am I? What business is that of yours? I'm just I'm just asking. Are you flossing at night? Do you floss on a regular basis? Yeah, I floss on a regular basis. What's that got to do with the price of tea in China? Okay. When's the last time you've been to the dentist? Man, who the hell are you? Let me tell you, to be honest with you, man, my problem is not really with you. I'm really upset with the people on the floor that's not telling you. But you know, well, why ain't you why ain't you talking to them? Well, the problem is, man, is that is that they talking about you and they're not telling you what your issue is. So let's get to the issue at hand. So you are flossing. You are flossing. That's what you're saying. Damn straight, I floss. Okay, are you brushing your tongue? Come on now. Don't, don't, you don't have to. You don't have to question me about my hygienic makeup. Okay. You don't know so, me. You have never talked to me. But you're going to side with a bunch of folks that think they know you because not, they work to me. I'm not siding with them, brother. I'm not siding with them. But well, so, if you're making a call issue, on their behalf, you're siding with them. Okay, Kel, this is Kel, bullshit, man. Kel, Kel, listen to me. This, this is, this they, is messed they, up, dude. Really, you don't even know me, and you're going to approach me like this? So, Kel. They think you have gingivitis. Oh, wow. I mean, are, are you are, when you go to your dentist? Are y'all cleaning below your gums, dude? The dentist do what he do. I'm laying there with my mouth wide open, and I go more so, often than every six months. So, what the hell are you talking about? 
Well, okay, something is wrong, okay? And everybody's saying that it's you, it's your breath. That's that's just, uh, you know, they saying they leave the fourth floor to go down to the lobby just to get some fresh air. Cause oh, that's bull****. Well, this is what I want you to do. Since you're speaking on their behalf, tell every one of them sorry so-and-sos that if they got a problem with me, they need to come approach me. And then, if it's that bad, I'll blow my stank ass breath in their face. Bring it on. Because okay. this conversation so, with you is, is really way off base because you have no business calling me, telling okay, me what okay. they say. Can, can I give you some 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 items to mix together for you to gargle with later tonight? Can oh, I give so you, you work you work in the building, but now you're a dentist, man. You know what? This is bull, and we gonna settle this tomorrow first thing in the morning. When I matter of fact, I'm gonna go to the fourth floor and wait for all these sorry so and sos to come up there who's been talking about me behind my back. And guess what? You invited to the party too, player. Since you're going to be their representative, each one of them lying bastards when they get in there, as far as I'm concerned, when tomorrow get here, is going to be ass whooping. And if you want some of it, show up since you're the representative. Because you can get a bit of it too. You, do you know what I mean? Me, do, you, do you think it could be some cavities or something? Do you think you yeah, could be cavity? Out? My foot in your cavity ass is what it's going to be. And whoever else want to try to take it out, they're going to get it in theirs. So guess what? It's on tomorrow. You, I know I ain't got gingivitis. Are you only brushing in the morning when you leave for work? Are you only brushing Dude, in? You, have you not understood me? Don't keep questioning me. You can question me tomorrow after I will their ass and yours. Then you okay. can, can you bring? Like, can you bring? Why did you try to do? Why did you do me this way? Then I tell you. Then I tell you. Can you bring? Can you bring your toothbrush tomorrow? Yeah, can I, you bring? I, I bring a toothbrush. It's, 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 it's five fingers on my toothbrush. I bring them, they be balled up, and you will get the Mr. Cleaning that you ain't never thought you would get from a dentist. Okay. They just don't know okay. what you hey, started. Hey, man. Hey, hey, bro. Bro. Uh, calm, calm down, man. Just calm down. We're trying to get to, we're trying to fix the problem. Let's, no, no, this going to fix the problem. Kevin, you kicking ass is not going to change your breath. It no? ain't, I ain't going to worry about it. So well, guess what? Them more, lying jokers can come down there and sit in your cubicle. All right. So, do you, you, you? I mean, do you want to know who, who, who put this out there? I want you to know me when you see me tomorrow. Go ahead and lay it out for me. Tell me. Okay. Who so, the hell you are. So, so, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Randy got me to prank phone call you, man. You know what? You almost talked me to say something. You is lying to me. How you gonna call brother and do me like that, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got you. You wait till I see oh. Randy in the morning. You wait till I see him. Uh, all right, man. Give it to me. This 2020, baby, tell me what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. <laughs> Without a doubt, man. It got to be Nephew Tommy and the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you feel like you just want to go floss right now? Do you feel like you want to? Uh, uh. You feel like yeah, it? Yeah, and I just went to the dentist. <laughs> yes. I'd be every three months. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'd be every three months. <laughs> every quarter, we're going to do something. We're going to clean, clean, clean. And that's it. That's the stupid prank of the day. But you know what? Today is, uh, today is Wednesday. We're only two days away from Ready to Love Miami. We are just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
keep tuning in. It gets better and better. Ready to love Miami. And boy, your boy looking pretty good on there. I think I lost about, about five, six pounds. I think I look all right. Yes. Oh, I, and you can I, I tell I don't have gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nephew. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> Coming up next, it is the strawberry letter for today. The subject is my wet and wild older man. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here right now and you never know this one could be yours it could be yours buckle up and hold on tight we got it for you here it is strawberry letter thank you nephew subject my wet and wild older man dear Stephen shirley my husband is 76 years old and i'm 60 i worked with his daughter years ago and that's how we met when we started dating he loved having a much younger woman on his arm but as he gets older he's getting more paranoid and asked if i would ever leave him for a man my age i took my wedding vows seriously and he knows i love him but he's on my last nerve. He's not aging well, and years of abusing alcohol have finally caught up with him, making all of his teeth crumble when he eats crunchy foods. He won't get them fixed or get dentures because he hates going to the doctor. He's been wanting hair implants for years, but he knows we can't afford that. So he wears his hair twisted and he uses a lot of hair products every day. It looks like an old jerry curl and it hangs long in the back and he's bald on the top. I'd love for him to shave his head and go visit a dentist. We used to have an active sex life, but he's been leaking a little urine after he uses the toilet and the smell is strong enough to choke a cat. 
I secretly put a mattress cover on his side of the bed because I didn't want to embarrass him. Between his stinky hair products getting on me and the smell of urine, we haven't had sex in a while, and I'm tired of making up excuses. It literally makes me gag to think of having sex with him now. He still wants it, so something's got to change. The final straw for me was when he urinated on himself in Target this past Sunday. God, dog. I didn't make a big deal out of it, but I had to buy him a pair of clean shorts. How can he walk around like nothing's wrong? Would I be low down for leaving him if he doesn't change? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. All right. First of all, I, I feel for you. I, I really do. Because he's your husband and you love him. You mentioned that in the letter. But he's turning into an old, smelly, unkept, stubborn man right before your eyes. I mean, he stopped trying. He's become selfish. He's become lazy. That does not work in a marriage. If he no longer cares about himself, what about you? This much younger wife he was so proud of back in the day. Now he's peeing on himself, refusing to go to the dentist and and get checked out. I mean, what is it with his teeth crumbling when he eats? Wouldn't that spur him on to go to the doctor I mean I can appreciate you not wanting to hurt his feelings like when he was in Target you know you just bought him a a clean pair of underwear but um, you know you want to be gentle with him and everything but no what about you in this regard I mean don't you deserve a husband who, who takes care of himself and who gets his regular checkups, dental and otherwise? Yes, of course you do. I really don't know anyone who who wants to get old or who likes going to the dentist or doctor. But at 76, he is older. He really needs to go. You say he's paranoid you might leave him for a younger man. Well, I mean, you know, that's a consideration. But he should be more concerned about himself and his health and his quality of life and living and, and just, you know, not getting sick and all of that. I mean, you you can't give up on him either. You got to let him know that you do care about him. You got to talk to him. You got to persuade him to go to the dentist or at the very least, you know, get him some depends. He's got to do something or, or I'm sure you're going to be thinking about your future options. Uh, at this rate, he's just giving you away. He, he doesn't care. Cleanliness and hygiene are deal breakers in any relationship, any marriage. Um, you guys got to do something. This is craziness. Steve? Well, I'm first of all, before I start, uh-huh. I just want to say that my response to this letter, uh-huh. I'm not here to help you. <laughs> I just want to put that out there nice and clear. What are you here to do? I'm, not, I'm here to just talk about this letter. <laughs> Your husband is 76 and you 60. Mm-hmm. You worked with his daughter years ago, and that's how y'all met. See, you probably met him when you, when he was 60. Oh, Uh but time ain't been kind to him. You know, y'all started dating, and, you know, he loved having a younger woman on his arm. But as he's gotten older, he's getting more paranoid and asked, would you leave him for a man my age? And then, you know, you said what you're supposed to say when you write in. I took my wedding vows seriously, and he know I love him. Mm-hmm. But here go the letter now. But he on my last nerve. And why is he on your last nerve? Well, let's review this. 
Because he ain't aging well. Uh-uh. Oh, he looking every bit of 76 plus five. Yeah, he got 81 wrote all over his ass. Yeah, he ain't doing good. And he ain't even fighting good. He don't even know what to do. See, because he been, he spent years abusing alcohol and it finally caught up with him. And the number one complaint, it makes all his teeth to crumble when he eats crunchy food. I'm going to stop right here because when I get into this subject and tell you what's really happening, I need uh-huh. time. So let's just leave off right here. On crunchy foods. All his teeth crumble. When he eat crunchy food, we come back. I'll all right. explain all this to you. Keep it right there. Coming up, part two of Steve's response to today's strawberry letter. Uh, my wet and wild older man. We're coming back at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, my wet and wild older man. You left all right, we back. food. We back, and uh, this woman has, she's 60. She's got a husband that's 76. And the problem with it is he's paranoid thinking she's going to leave him for a man her age, which is another 60-year-old. And she honors her wedding vows. But he done start getting on her last nerve. And why is he getting on her last nerve? Because he ain't aging with her. No, he got 76 wrote all over his ass. And when you've been abusing alcohol as he has, it's 76 plus five or six more. He every bit of 81, 82 right now. Mm. And he looking. Now, it got so bad mm-hmm. that it, the alcohol and caught up to him making all his teeth to crumble when he eats crunchy food. Let's start right here. So you with your man, y'all up in the morning, and y'all eating, guess what? A bowl of Cap'n Crunch. Guess what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you what? can't get no more crunchy food. It said on the box, Cap'n Crunch. Why the hell did y'all buy that? You know, good where he supposed to get oatmeal. But now your ass is in here buying Cap'n Crunch. He an oatmeal man. Cream of wheat, malto meal, at best, tapioca. Stuff you can mash with your tongue and swallow. He ain't eating Cap'n Crunch. Now, he don't even know it, but his teeth is crumbling. Now, now, he eating his teeth with the damn Cap'n Crunch. Uh-uh. Because they crumbling while he eat. You don't stop eating. So now you chewing teeth. You don't even know what's going on. That's what that meant. Oh. His ass is falling apart. Oh. And every time he finished, he got less and less of a smile. <laughs> he grinning at you now, and now it ain't even Jack O'Lantern no more. What is it? <laughs> he grinning at you. He just look like Jagged Edge. <laughs> All his teeth is different sizes across the front. And the bottom. They don't even line up no more. Because he chewed them up with the Captain Crunch. Because he chewed them up with the Captain Crunch seal. Y'all know good <laughs> hell where he oatmeal, oatmeal and malto meal from here. Now, then he got that. He ain't going to get them fixed and go get dentures because he hate going to the doctor. 
Okay, most old dudes don't. He been wanting hair implants for years, but he knows we can't afford that. Them hair implants is high as hell. So what he done did, he done started wearing his hair in a twist. Now, when you need hair implants and plugs, and you yeah. decide to twist a little bit of hair you got, uh-huh. from an overhead, his hair looked like a desert with tumbleweed on it. <laughs> it looked like the aerial view of a desert with tumbleweeds on it. That means it's twist. Yeah, nine did. You can put a finger between each one of his twists. You can put your, you can make a fingerprint. You can uh-huh. put a thumb between yeah. each one of his twists. That's how now far his apart old they black are. ass something up there looking like Hulk Hogan, cause he bald in the top. Yeah. And it's long round the side, so ain't uh-huh. no hair in the top. He uh-huh. looked like a monk in the top. And he got long braids down the side. He looked like Hulk Hogan. He looks straight crazy. He need a headband, but he don't know that yet. (laughs) Now, on top of all that, Uh it looked like an old Jerry Carroll. Where he finding this activator at is beyond me. He in CVS and Walmart talking about where the pro-line section at and how the hell y'all ain't got no more carefree. Because we don't make it no more. He done wrote the lusty silk people and can't get a response. It's cause they closed. <laughs> just old ass, just crying stuff. Oh my goodness. Sitting up in here, you got to spend extra time shaking. Sitting up in here, old. Just sitting up in here peeing, and then once you stop, you still peeing. How do the doctor do? You just, you need to stop. You need to go to a urologist. Yeah. And get you some help and get your prostate checked. Because it done swole. Mm. Now, you okay. sitting up in here just peeing, and then you think you through peeing, and you still peeing on yourself. And get you some black pants. Quit wearing them khakis, because khakis is a dead giveaway. At least get you some black-ass pants, so when you're leaking, ain't nobody got to know it. You coming back to the bathroom, standing at the table and down there at Denny's, and everybody know you done peed on your damn self. Dennis. Sitting up in here, now nah, nah, you talking about, now nah, the urine is so strong, it can choke yeah. the cat. That's because mm. of what he been eating. <laughs> Got all been eating penicillin, collard green, and drinking Hennessy. That's strong urine. That ain't baby Ew. pee. <laughs> it ain't even urine no more. That's what at that it? age where it's just uh. <laughs> Can't even call it urine no more. He didn't urinate it. He's the Nathan. He in there just find stuff in the toilet. He's so strong when he use the bathroom in the toilet, it, the water stank. Oh, we gotta go. Then see. Sunday he urinated on himself in Target. We ain't oh. even got time to talk about that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> she got him some new shorts. Please leave us your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Steve Harvey. People at Target that took a picture of him. He ain't coming in there next week. I can tell you that right now. Coming up next in a sports talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley, former NFL player Aqib Talib's brother is in the midst of a serious situation. Uh, Aqib Talib is the brother of Aqib Talib, who was the former uh, cornerback for the Denver Broncos. He's turned himself in after he shot a man after a Little League football game 
And this is the problem. This is a game. And he shot the man after the end of the game. And I'm just trying to figure out, man, what is it pushing these parents to over these children after a little league football game to shoot a man? We're not talking about pros. There's no reason to shoot anybody at a sports event. There's no need for that. In front of children. In his own child. Oh, this is awful. And his awful. son was on the team. Yeah. And so now these kids got to live with this out- outlook their entire life because you just decided that it's more important about an outcome on a call than showing them the sportsmanship of how to lose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, they got to deal with this image of you acting like this, man. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm just using this as a point to say that there's no game for little leaguers that this should be happening in front of. It's not, you well, had this, your time to be a star. Well, this is beyond fighting yes. and games that you see from parents, which is ridiculous. This this ain't got nothing to do with sports, athletics, no, no. sportsmanship. Mm-mm. This you killed a man. Yes. Over what? You took the life of a human being. You know I'm these fights when parents babies. get to arguing and they get heated and their kids is involved. Mm-hmm. That's too much. That mm-hmm. turns into fight. But you didn't kill the man mm-hmm. in front of other children. In, in front of your son and the, ma- the man that he killed, his son watched Ugh. you shoot his father. He's traumatized those children. You traumatized. You to say, you got to hear my side of the story. <laughs> yeah, so now he wants them to say, he didn't turn himself in after they yeah. couldn't find him for a while. I'm going to turn my in because y'all need to know my side of the story. Bro, no. what, 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 what story can you tell? No, no. Like You're nothing. still alive to tell it. That's don't One. nobody give a damn end. about your side. He's ruined so many lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really has. His son, his yep. son's father going to prison because he killed a man. His little friend's father, he won't have a father anymore. Not to mm-hmm. count the other children, the suffering that these young kids got to <sighs> go through who witnessed yeah. it. Your wife, yeah, the mother. The father, grandparents. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's man. horrible. Man. It's a horrible story. Horrible. All right, Junior. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, "Well, I had this career before, but it was a waste." And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste. That everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you know where all of your underwear is? Do you just know where it is? A retired stripper in Las Vegas is auctioning off Prince Harry's underwear from a trip he took to Las Vegas back in 2012. It all allegedly yeah. went down in a hotel room at the Wynn in Vegas. And TMZ reported that Harry took mm. off his clothes while gambling and that when the stripper grabbed his that's when the stripper grabbed his underwear. Ten years later, the stripper is now retired, but she's held on to Prince Harry's underwear and she's trying to sell him for at least $1 million. Now, online bidding for Harry's underwear will start tomorrow at 10.30 p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific Standard Time and will kick off with a $10,000 bid. Um, hmm. So here's a question for you guys. Uh, and we've been to Vegas a lot of times now. You know that. Yes. Have you Ooh, ever left? Back. I just got back. Go ahead. You just, yeah. Carla, okay. <laughs> Carly just got back. That's right. Have you ever left a pair of your underwear in Vegas? Yeah. Hell yeah. What? what? Yeah. I'm not going to say a pair. You need to yeah. up the number. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I've left draw socks, uh, shirts. You have outfits. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of draws in Vegas. What? Why? Have your underwear? Oh, ain't no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Ain't no doubt. Ain't but no if we selling them, I can go. I can get a pair of his drawers tomorrow. If yeah. we selling them, I go get them. You go out there now. You ain't gonna get them from no prostitute, but a lot of people out there. It was so wild for me in Vegas. I I I know they're out there because I couldn't find them. There was nothing to pack. <laughs> yeah. Just well, this is yeah, was my job. A pair of Steve Harvey's underwear. How much do you think they? Well, be? Now, here's one thing I know for sure. Because one time I couldn't find my underwear, and I had to look. And one, I had a pair that was spinning around on ceiling fan. <laughs> That's how I found them. And so <laughs> oh, I, yeah. oh. you know. and I, I don't even you remember know. how they got up there. Okay. Well, it got wild. Ceiling fan, and I was trying to cut the lights yeah. out. Now, mess around, hit the switch, and it started to fan. Uh, and that's when I saw them. I was able to pack them and take them home. But it's, okay. it's been some draws. I found some draws one time in the toilet. I What are you doing? I was leaving out the door one time going to gamble. I found some draws on the doorknob. You know, just was just discovering draws. I just I, I didn't have that you, problem. I know good and hell well somebody got Prince Harry draws. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so let me ask you this, huh? Tommy, let me ask you this, though. Are we limiting the cities? Is, is it just in Vegas? Is, is it nationwide? No. I'm not talking about no, no other I mean, city. I'm not doing that. I'm not from Vegas. <laughs> Only in Vegas. I'll tell you for a fact at the All Star game in Philly, I, I know good hell well three pair of drawers somewhere in Philly at the All Star game. I remember that. That weekend. Woo! Woo! I can tell you this here. At the hoodie, at the hoodie award. Good Where? God, draws everywhere. Just yeah, hot no, tub draws. 
at the Anthenium Hotel in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. I know good yeah. hell well. I, <laughs> I know good hell well. Some draws in there. Hey, hey uh, these are all major cities. Uh, it's um, yeah. any minor cities like uh, Canada. Augusta, Georgia. Oh, Niagara Falls. Like, I know mine running somewhere. Something running through something. <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah, Junior, I didn't understand the question. I was saying, like, I said, all of them is major cities, Phillies and Detroit. Like, is there any little cities, like smaller cities, like Augusta, Georgia, anything like that? Sure, got draws in. But the boy, preview. you. Tell you something. Tell you something. Something happened one night in Tuscaloosa. You don't even want to talk about it. They was living up there. It was tugging and loose that night. Tuscaloosa. He got He was a little ignorant in there, boy. Oh, Lord have mercy. And let me tell you something. Uh-huh. It showed not some draws in Houston. Good Lord. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll tell you how you can register to win $1,500. I used to be boarding a plane in Houston and would turn around at the door and give the city a round of applause. (laughs) We'll be right back. And then turn and go to my seat. Houston! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we have teamed up with Seagram's Escapes to give away $1,500 cash to create your own summer escape. That's right. And all you have to do to enter and get rules is visit steveharveyfm.com. $1,500 cash. Did you hear what I said? $1,500 cash could be yours. Get all of the info at steveharveyfm.com. Sip happiness with Seagram's Escapes, your new summer favorite. A little extra money is always a good thing, especially with the kids going back to school. So, my girl, Carla, I have a question for you. What would you do with $1,500 right now? Extra, you know, a little extra, you know, cash. What would you do? For back to school, is that what you're saying? Uh Uh-huh. What these teenagers want, that's just one pair of Jordans for (laughs) top I'm not taking my $1,500 and spending it on them things. So, yeah, well, you're going to buy some clothes for Tasha. What about treating yourself? You love the spa. What about treating yourself to a spa date or something? Absolutely. You know I love a good spa, the whole spa experience, and then afterwards, mm-hmm. lunch. I-, I love it, yes. So that be uh-huh. nice. that'd be well, While you're spa. there, yeah. make sure you take some Seagram's Escapes with you. Yeah. And be happy. <laughs> sip happiness. Yeah, sip, sip. And sip on some happiness. Sip happiness. That's right. <laughs> Happy going back to school for Tasha, too. Wow. Yes. A lot of, a lot of kids going that. back to school this week. A lot of kids started yeah. yesterday. Yeah. My son started Monday. Mm-hmm. Back to school. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Carla. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we go. Time for Would You Rather. Would you rather jump rope naked B. B. or wear a helmet <laughs> during sex? B. I'm going to wear Put this helmet on. Strapping up. That jump rope, that jump rope will wear you out, man. You just, yeah. you just all over the place now. Yeah. And B. when you miss naked, mm. yeah. Yeah. when you miss, you're you going to have wet marks on your legs. And I, I can't take the up and down. That's too much banging. And when you yeah, get it caught much. up in that rope, that's that's tangled. Ooh. That's entanglement. That's entanglement. 
<laughs> but I'm a Frank, though. Because I can't slam into my thighs 10 times and still be conscious. I can't do that. No way in the world. There's I'm just a no Frank. way. There's going to be some short, 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 short rope jumping. Back, uh, back, 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 back. Yeah. Steve, Steve ain't fail. Steve unconscious. Uh, <laughs> putting his helmet on. It's going to look like All I'm right. going bike riding, but I'm not. All right. Would you rather wink at every woman you see or bark at every woman you see? <laughs> so what are we doing? Are we winking or are we barking? Whatever you like to bark. You're going to wear your eyes out winking. That's just... <laughs> You're gonna be sleeping after a while. Just barking. Yeah, just, just. Yeah, I'm barking. I'm gonna tell you about that bark gonna get on your nerves. Hello, <laughs> it's gonna get on love your it. nerves. <laughs> All that barking gets on your nerves. <laughs> I've been around the bros before and just went, man, I got to go home. It's <laughs> too much. Too much. Bro. Too much. Damn, I can't do it no more. Dog team. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> You don't bark no more. Aye, aye. Then you got the new young bros. You know who they are. Aye, aye. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you got them old bros that make you give it to them. <laughs> so you guys want to wink. <laughs> would you rather bathe in pickle juice or would you rather bathe in warm hot dog water? Yeah. That pickle juice can't get up in there. No, no that oh. pickle juice going to create a problem. Woo! That pickle juice can't touch now. One of them openings, fella. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm saying. But hot dog water can? Hot dog water. It's just warm gentle. water. Yeah, ain't no vinegar in that. I want that hot dog water. Yeah. My brothers, let me tell you what my brothers used to do. They were some honorary ass dudes. They would eat all the hot dogs and pour the hot water juice in a bowl with some crackers and tell them that was soup. You did that to me. Don't be talking about yeah. nobody else. You did well, that. Well, I, I had to learn it from somewhere. <laughs> I thought it was a good thing to pass on. Yeah. Family tradition. <laughs> you know how many times All I right. ate that thing and I had some damn soup? I really did. I swear. Yeah. I told That's him today's round. I told him it was rather, raw. Guys. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in 49 minutes after uh, with our last break of the day. And, of course, with some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Wednesday, hump day. Steve, I see uh, you humping over there on that bike. Yeah, on this bike, I'm trying to uh-huh. lose some weight. Uh, I ain't do a good job of the bike today. Pedaling mm-hmm. really slow, but I've been up here, so it's how much you weigh? Good. 
Uh, about two thirty-eight. Well, what's your goal? And and what do you oh. want to get down to? About two twenty-two. And then what? And then what? Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take two weeks off and just go on tour. <laughs> on tour? Okay, what as an R&B mean? singer. Yeah. No shirt. The no shirt yeah. too. I ain't gonna be selling a lot of tickets, yeah. but it's gonna be a lot of lounges. Oh yeah. man, hell no, Steve Harvey tonight? Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> just be doing yeah. a hospitality too. I'm gonna be singing at all the company, and you know where they had a free breakfast waffles. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna make appearances there. I'm gonna show up at the Holiday Inn Expresses. Uh-huh. First song. Any any First any any hotel that's got a small lounge in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. First just, song you out the gate. What song is it? First song. With no shirt on. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let me. That's the one right there. I'm no shirt on. They can see all the ab work. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, there ain't going to be no abs at 220. I just won't look like I'm in my first trimester. That's the goal. It's just not That's to the appear goal? as though, yeah, I'm in my first trimester. That's all. I just don't want to look like I'm expecting anything. <laughs> you know, a woman can do that. You know, women have children and all that. Mm-hmm. Women look cute. They know how to wear theirs. They got outfits to go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ain't really got nothing for pot bellies that look good. But Steve, let me let me ask you this. Yeah. Does it matter to you that we, your friends, for, for many, many years, have told you that you look good? I'm sure Marjorie tells you the same thing. Yeah. Well, does it matter to you that we tell you that? Yeah, hmm. I appreciate all that, but I know you're lying. <laughs> We're not, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen you naked, but we we yeah. what we see, we like. You look good. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know you like. You lying. ain't seen him then. You got to yeah, see. Yeah, you know, you, you want to, you know, you want to keep my ego up and keep me coming to work. Right. You know, excited about seeing oh, you y'all. Selfish on our part. Oh hell yeah, this got something to do with job security. <laughs> oh, I know that. Oh, baby, oh I know that. Good. I'm not stupid. Oh, you yeah. look good, Steve. Shut up. You know what it is, huh? Keep coming to work. <laughs> you look good. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, you look good. Don't worry about it. Don't stress yourself Five out. Size. Yeah. Next question. What makes you? You do look good, though. I don't care what you say. What you say, think. Shirley? You look I mean, good. Carla. What makes you feel unstoppable, Steve? Uh, really, my faith. Yeah. I think everything is possible because of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so far I've been unstoppable. You know, I may yeah. not have reached certain level that other people have, but that may not be my place. And I'm okay with that. You know, I've gotten comfortable with my place. You know, you got to quit looking at everybody else's accomplishments. It's, uh, I'm not Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry's place was to create Tyler Perry Studios. I really got to have Steve Harvey Studios. I don't even want to mm-hmm. be in them that much longer. So, why create them? Yeah, run. truth be told, you know, Tyler's a different vision. I'm mm-hmm. not a movie star like Denzel. I saw my face on the screen 25 feet tall, and I went, mm, need to get back on this little box TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Features and, down, so. Yeah. Like, y'all Denzel on Zoom, d- like, stick mm. your face right up against that Zoom camera. It's shocking. 
<laughs> talking about the Zoom camera. Dog, that's but, Zoom. You ain't even dog, in the theater. Dog, I, I get that. But the dog. mirror in my bathroom. I should I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so my faith keeps me unstoppable. You know, I have no fear of failure. You don't. No, I have no fear of failure at all. Even if you fail, you you even if you fail, you just try it I again. Understand You're, the process. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I just failed at three things recently this year mm-hmm. that I had been trying for for a while, mm-hmm. and then I realized that wasn't God's will for me, so it went mm-hmm. away. So I just keep trying. I got something else new I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So you get to your yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Hey, I like hey. that. When you were younger figuring out what you wanted to do when you finally started making it did you think to this point did you think you'd be where you are now oh absolutely not Mm -hmm. absolutely not i didn't see this life i had Mm -hmm. i didn't see it and it amazes me when i hear celebrities talk about you know i always knew i'd have this type of life really right really i didn't because i didn't even know it existed uh-huh. Well, I didn't, okay. what, what, how can I want something I don't even know there? Mm-hmm. You know, like little kids are dreaming of taking yacht trips. Yacht trips? I didn't know yachts was available. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they had a program for that. I, I didn't know they built them that big. I didn't know they leased them. I didn't know you could buy. I didn't know nothing. So to sit up here and all of a sudden be able to or be fortunate enough to and then act like you always knew you'd be here, that surprises me, man. No, it's this thing called grace, God's unmerited favor. That God does something from you for you, a lot for you, that you don't even deserve. And matter of fact, I want to quit talking about it right now. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.